Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Daryl Woodhouse is a speaker, coach and advisor who is all about achieving a good life-work balance. Daryl has experienced the effects of burnout for himself and he's passionate about making sure other people have the tools to avoid this. This interview was recorded in March 2021 when my 16-year-old son was at home doing his A-levels online. He chose the time of this podcast recording to print out something really long and complicated on the printer in my office, so I do apologise for any background noise. But that's the realities of homeschooling. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Daryl. Thank you for having me, Liz. Now, you've got a really impressive CV from working in the corporate world and then becoming a successful entrepreneur and now coaching other people. But how did you get started in business? Uh, Thank you for your kind comments, Liz, and, and great question. I guess the earlier corporate career, I was very lucky to get a lot of Uh, really great training, development and experience in uh, business strategy and building teams and developing a high performance culture, uh, customer excellence um, and and lots of other important and and valuable skills. And when I uh, was lucky to progress into a national role for a FTSE top 10 company, um, in in that role, I enjoyed it, and it was a it was really lovely to to reach that level at a young age. Um, I still felt like a a small fish in a big pond, mm. um, and there was a a certain direction that the uh, the corporate culture was designed to go, um, and I wanted to I wanted to do more. I wanted to have a bigger impact and influence more people. Um, and, and share the skills and experiences that I'd learned. And, and that's where I drew the, info, in, the inspiration to start my first business back in 2012. Um, and, and I made that business an entrepreneur mentoring, business coaching, leadership training company, um, you know, effectively doing what I love, which has always been about helping people and, and mentoring and, and helping them develop and not just learn from... Uh, the successes of others, but also the failures from others, so that hopefully people don't have to make the mistakes themselves. They can mm-hmm. learn from the mistakes of others. And tell me what happened to you in 2016. Yeah, in 2016, that was a, a sort of tough, tough year. Um, I, I'd always been somebody who worked really hard and worked really long hours, uh, far, far too many hours for far too long, and. For a number of years before 2016, I had various signs from my body that I was uh, that I was doing too much. I need to slow down. Mm. But I kept going and I ignored those signs. Um, I I just I just learnt or, or believed or was conditioned to believe that um, they, those uh, feelings of stress and um, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, problems sleeping, uh, fatigue. Um, chronic pains in my neck, back, and shoulders. Um, all of these things, I just, uh, I just learned that that was part of what you had to do if you wanted to get ahead and be mm. successful. You had to put those long hours in. You had to keep going. And uh, I still remember one of my previous corporate bosses. His his voice, I can remember, uh, sort of almost word for word, when we were talking about how tired I was, and I was frustrated at one point um, about 
the long hours and 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 so on and uh, he said look Daryl he said if you want to get ahead and if you want to keep building your career and you want to provide for your family you got to suck up the stress you just got to keep going that, mm. this is part of the journey if it's not for you then you need to go and get an easier job <laughs> with mm. um with um le- less working hours and 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 lower pay um and so i still remember uh, those words and uh, and i just kind of went with it um and i thought it was fine because i was fairly fit and healthy i was fairly young um so i thought oh it'll, it'll get easier it'll be fine um and then something unexpected happened in my private life in 2016 um it's something that can happen to any one of us um you know and that made everything too much and when i look back if i was more aware of uh, workaholism and if i was more aware of actually how we can have a better life and more success at work with a life work balance um, as opposed to the old long working hour culture then I would have done things very differently and I'd have been better equipped to have handled the, the personal tragedy in 2016 and mm. the burnout wouldn't have got as bad um, I wouldn't I probably wouldn't be managing um, several health conditions every day for the rest of my life that I, that I now have to live mm. with um, and so I, I kind of since then I've and since my recovery, I, I use my personal story to share with others and educate that, you know, you don't need to work the long hours. Um, and if you do, you know, worst case scenario, this is the kind of stuff that happen uh, that can happen. And many don't people don't come back from it. And mm. for instance, d- during coronavirus, which has caused a lot of pain and trauma and, and suffering for people in you know, emotionally, financially and, and more, um, yeah, it's um, you know it's increased suicide rates mm. and you know mental health um, cases and so on as well. So um, you know I'm here to kind of help people avoid getting that to that place ideally, or worst case helping them deal with those situations and uh, showing them a an easier way of, of living and, and succeeding. And that's around having a, a life work balance and developing your productivity mastery skills um, and carefully balancing well being and self care. How often do you think that burnout occurs during in, in entrepreneurs? Yeah, it's a that's a really good question and one I thought about a lot because there's in a way there's lots of research available for this, but then there's also lots of areas that are a bit grey and, and where we perhaps haven't yet got the the data to support what we think is happening. Um, but I can say, for instance, there was a study a couple of years ago um, in America. So, um, so for our US audience, um, but I do believe that it, it that the numbers must be comparative to the UK mm-hmm. or wherever else you are in the world. But it was seventy seven percent of full time workers um, had uh, had said that they had experienced burnout themselves in their careers. Um, so that that's pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there's different um, ranges in the spectrum of or the different severity levels of burnout. Um, you know, some can have it really, really bad and some can have it, you know, bad, but it's quite a quick recovery. Um, and then if you now then switch that across to what I think would be happening for entrepreneurs, well, you know, I, the, my corporate career was hard work, um, but nothing prepared me for the challenges and, and the stress of starting a business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so much you don't learn at school or at university or reading in books. There's so much you, you, you just have to almost learn on the job unless you have a good mentor, for example, who's been there and done it. Um, so, 
wow i mean oh, when i look back at the, the highs and lows of what now nine years i've been in 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 my in, in my own business as an entrepreneur um and i've i've obviously had that major burnout i've been close to burning out a couple of times since as well um it might be worth exploring those mm. um and and i just I just know that a lot of my clients over the years and, and my friends that are entrepreneurs, they've, uh, most of them have had a direct experience of burnout, some more severe than others, of course. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a real thing. And uh, in the you know, worst case scenario, it can uh, cause all sorts of um, problems, you know, permanent health issues, um, uh, broken families, uh, broken relationships, mm-hmm. divorce, business failure. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it really can be uh, not very nice. But the good news is that with increased awareness and, uh, say, improved uh, life-work balance, well-being, healthcare, productivity skills, absolutely, we can avoid it. And we can actually enjoy our lives more and enjoy more business success without working long hours. So we can have more time for family, fitness, friends, uh, hobbies, you know, and that's what I've been able to enjoy more of in the last few years since I you know, changed the way I did things. Mm-hmm. Now, you've already kind of alluded to this, but do you think it's easy to get sucked back into being an alcoholic, an alcoholic, a workaholic? Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> Maybe I didn't that make, too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Thankfully, that wasn't one of the ways I responded to, uh, to burnout. Actually, I didn't go down that route, but I know others who have. Mm. So uh, it's it's quite a common thing. Um, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I love the realness of our conversation. <laughs> yeah. So do you think it's easy to get sucked back into that whole working too hard when you've been there before yes definitely definitely um so like for me that workaholism that uh, ambition uh, it's it been there for, for for a long time and when i was getting therapy to help me come back from burnout um and to to learn what was going on with me and how to better cope with it in the future um the the therapist was asking me um a lot of uh, quite deep questions going right back to my childhood um, and that's when i learned that being bullied from age six to 18 through all of my school wow. years um that was a form of relational trauma um and you know and and i, I then studied and learned a bit about tra- all the different types of traumas that people can go through and, and i was like oh wow okay this is a massive topic which mo- most people have experienced trauma um in one way or another and uh and and we all react differently to uh, to traumas as well um and the way um, one way that i responded to that 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 bullying that trauma was to choose to not go to university um for fear of kind of more bullying i wanted to get away from the education mm. system and uh, build myself a successful working career uh, to prove to myself and to the bullies that i wasn't a loser uh, that i was uh, reasonably clever and i could make something of myself um and so that's where my um my workaholism and uh uh, and you know, long uh, excessive working hours uh, kind of came from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish I knew that, you know, many many years before, because obviously I would have approached things differently, mm. and I probably would have had more of a, a social life uh, during my twenties, um, and you know, more time for my family and less health issues and a whole load of other things. So, so again, it's an important thing to share as part of educating mm. others. 
Now, you mentioned earlier on that when you were in the corporate world, your your boss suggested that you just needed to suck up the stress and get on yes. with it. Yes. Do you think that advice is given to people a lot? Yes, yeah, so, uh, I always err on caution if I don't know, you know exactly. <laughs> um, but I, you know, he, this this boss uh, wasn't the only one that I that had said it to me. You know, I had seen, I had witnessed it in other sort of if you like uh, senior high flyer executive types. Um, so, so I, I guess my sense is that it's kind of like a, a, a slightly old fashioned mm. um, kind of traditional. Uh, approach or mindset and, and I do believe it's largely born out of, of corporate culture um, however I think that is changing um, slowly but surely for example you know our younger generations uh, millennials and, and and whatnot they are through research it's showing that they are more motivated these days or a lot of them are more motivated by a healthy lifestyle and and um, having more fun and not working really long hours and they don't need to need or want to earn a six-figure salary mm. um, they want more of a balance um, and so um, with that as a growing trend from our younger generations um, larger companies and 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 business entrepreneur employers as well um, they're going to need to adjust their recruitment policies and adjust their culture to accommodate mm-hmm. what you know what the young top talent wants you know because they're not going to be able to expect necessarily the same same results um and same drive from from some of these people and they'll be equally capable and very loyal but they don't want to come into a culture of long working hours and you know self-sacrifice um so there's a there's a you know that that change in our younger generation is going to force a more gradual change anyway yeah. In, uh, in the corporate culture yeah um, but as I say it's, it's it I know I talk about culture and um, corporate culture quite a bit but it, it does happen in in entrepreneurs as well you know many entrepreneurs have left a corporate culture because they didn't want the long working hours and they wanted <laughs> to be their own boss and then a lot of them find that actually it's even more stress and yeah. even more and even longer hours it's just endless um so again that's where you know it's important my message I feel is important to show people a way of achieving all that stuff that you want to but whilst having a much healthier balance and having more fun yeah now I noticed that you've been talking about a life work balance not a work life Mm. balance which is often the way people say it is that that deliberate (laughs) 100% Um, I'm glad you mentioned it a few few people picked that up and they think isn't it work life balance and then they pause for a second and then I Actually, no. It should mm. be life work balance. Why is it work life balance? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe some corporate exec <laughs> came up with the, the work life balance concept. Um, but you know, I always say, kind of jokingly, but it's a serious point here. Um, you know, we were we were born naked um, and then quickly put into a nappy. We weren't born into a business suit um, <laughs> or a workman uniform or work lady uniform. Um, you know, we were born to. To, to have fun and to live our lives and then work came in later as we get older as a means to uh, continue and enjoy our lives further and um, so it should always be life first and, yeah. and I just wonder if the fact that it's been the wrong way around for so long I, I just wonder if that's part of why we're in this society where we're, we're always on and it's, yeah. uh, and it's normal to work long hours and, and have high pressure jobs. Yeah. So I know that now you have a four day working week. Do you think that that's achievable for anybody? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, for a few reasons, really. Um, I think 
quite partly is about perhaps lowering our expectations um, and just and and I know many people are, uh, I've met over the years and who I've mentored and, and coached um, many are initially quite focused on on money mm. and monetary gain um, and so they want to and feel they have to work long hours to maximize the chance of achieving those monetary goals um, but I just thought, sort of talk to people about well why why do you want to earn that much um, and then when I challenge that and leave them to to pause and think about that often um surprisingly often actually they they don't really know why they've come up with that number they haven't actually worked out that oh they need that precise number to afford a particular size house mm-hmm. or a particular size car they just picked that number because it felt like a good aspiration so then i say to them okay right well um <laughs> you're close to achieving that and you're doing six days a week um but what, what do you think you can achieve in four days a week and think about life as well you know think about how you'd have more time for living and and hobbies and fun and family and all this kind of stuff but maybe you'd only be on you know 50k a year instead of 100k um how would you feel about that and actually that actually that's really good and it's it's amazing that when when you sort of really think things through and think about what's really important it's more than just money um you know there's some people that want to be multimillionaires absolutely and that's fine and that, that's their choice you know absolutely they can go for that um but i'm just seeing a lot of uh, or a massive trend of people realizing that you know it's, it's not all about money and um and then you can lower your expectations for if you can lower your expectations for earning and, and income and business revenue um because you might put a higher value on a four-day week and more time for hobbies and things like this, um, then uh, and, then let's go for it and, and let's do it. Um, mm. You know, it's not for everyone, as I said, but you know, I'm finding for a lot of people it is. And really, really figuring out what's important. And again, I just think it's a traditional thing that we use money as a measure of success and achievement, um, whereas actually, surely achieving a four-day week and a sensible income is quite a good achievement you know um building a building your own business from scratch um to a point where you've got a team and it can run without you you can go on you know holiday for a couple of weeks Mm. and there'll still be a business at the end of it um you know and you can have four or five holidays a year as a business owner uh, whilst doing a five-day or even a four-day week surely that's a massive achievement oh absolutely it's about sort of changing people's perceptions a little bit yeah Okay, so how do you use networking in in your business? Yeah, oh, it's so important um, for, for our business. And before COVID, um, that the main ways that we found new customers was from delivering great service and building great case studies. So we'd get lots of referrals. Um, I would go and speak at a lot of events talking about things like uh, the top nine reasons businesses fail and how to beat the odds uh, with practical tips and advice. Um, so we'd get a lot of uh, inquiries and new clients come from those, those uh, public speaking events. And then there'd be usually be a networking piece uh, during those such events as well. So that's another way we'd meet people. Um, and that was it. That was it, really. Um, we didn't really do much investment in online marketing uh, just because we didn't need to. Um, however, um, in the world of COVID, obviously a lot of those those freedoms were removed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had to work really hard to expand our network and to do that through the virtual world. And, and LinkedIn 
really comes up trumps there mm. um if you um if you learn a little bit about uh, kind of some of the top tips and best ways to um, build quality relationships and how to engage with people um, and be authentic uh, through linkedin messaging and uh, and posting and so on um it's you can really build up most businesses you can build through LinkedIn doesn't cost that that much. Um, you know, if you learn the right techniques, you can you can achieve quite a lot new business just through sort of half an hour, an hour a day on mm. LinkedIn. Um, so I'm a massive fan of that as a platform, and it's especially helpful when businesses are even more mindful of spending money on you know marketing and uh, and other things like that. Um, in its very sort of lean way of uh, of building a business and reaching and, your ideal customers. And do you think that you've reached um, more people and perhaps different people than you would have done in the traditional networking circuit? Definitely, yes, hundred um, percent. It's it's kind of removed, um, if you like, country and region barriers. My network and, and our client base now is is much. It was in it was international before COVID, but now it's much more uh, mm. expansive and international. And had fun trying to navigate um, uh, different time zones further afield with uh, mm. Australia, for example. Um, and that's been quite tricky because it is um, it's quite hard to find a time that um, is convenient for the other person. Um, but if you move thing, a few things around, it it can without eating too much into someone's evening or making them get up an hour earlier <laughs> so um that's been quite fun but it's definitely been a positive overall i'd say or one of the positives from from covid that it's expanded people's minds and um and expanded the the global reach of our networks mm. and obviously you, know, you said you were using speaking at events as, as as a good way to connect with, with audiences um there haven't been any physical events happening but have you still managed to find ways to to speak in the in the virtual world yeah definitely it's it's been a lot harder and different um so before covid um i did do some voluntary speaking often for sort of sort of charity uh, purposes um but i was you know very lucky to to be paid and uh, invited to speak at events and conferences um so a lot of those paid engagements have disappeared and um, hopefully um temporarily but there mm. are still still some um and there is there was especially when covid first came an expectation that, uh, that all speakers need to, to to appear for free um and i get that and i and i went with it and i did a lot of uh, kind of free voluntary talks because you've got to you've got to be in it to win it and mm -hmm. you've got to put your name out there so you know if if the party hosting the event, you know, has a great client base of an audience of people that you want to work with. And if you need new clients because you're rebuilding your business through COVID, then absolutely you need to go and do it. You know, it's a marketing activity. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that's been interesting because then again, it's like uh, having to expand the network further as well. And, you know, some great in-person event companies um, just didn't survive covid mm. you know um so finding out um about which providers are surviving and and how well they are pivoting to virtual events and and, and finding the new ones as well and then it's about sort of prioritize finding the best ones because otherwise you could literally spend 24 hours a day <laughs> um, going speaking at free events but it's about kind of uh, being a bit more strategic and making sure they're the right events with the right audience um 
you know and uh, and then yeah if you do that then more of the right people will hear your message and and they'll become your clients and eventually raving fans hopefully and how do you plan to carry on using networking in your business sort of as we go forward into hopefully a post-covid world um yeah i think probably carrying on um largely i think i've i've become very grateful and used to working from home entirely um and it's quite nice being you know around my wife and my kids more mm-hmm. um and not having the long commute um so I, I i think um or i know that i will travel a lot less when we're allowed to a lot less than yeah. than when i did before covid um and i'm noticing and hearing that's quite common in other people's thinking as well it's like if you can make the business work from home then yep. why do you need to um soil the planet with yeah. um you know a long drive um you know and and, and all this kind of stuff uh, so it's it's definitely changed uh mindsets there so i'm gonna in the main i'm gonna continue to do the stuff i've done through covid really um you know net, networking online especially around linkedin i'm um, speaking at events uh, i've been lucky to be invited to speak on a number of great podcasts um including yourself i've got a, a podcast coming out myself soon and um, which I'm, I'm co-creating with another uh, another expert um i'm really looking forward to doing that so we're gonna have a, a fun doing that as a, as a as a hopefully as a dynamic duo mm-hmm. um and then um i've also been putting on my own virtual events as well so that's another great way that i can reach new people and, and add value to my existing network Um, And obviously, again, it's just your time. You know, it's very low cost way of building your business. And just finally, then, who is it that you're looking to work with and how can they find you? Thank you, Liz. Um, Yeah, the people I work with is quite varied, to be honest. I guess they fall into two main camps. There's um, there's larger um, medium and uh, medium and large corporate organizations that I work with um, typically. Um, I'm brought in by the HR directors to do work with uh, their teams and their workforce um, around uh, the life work effect, which is my method of helping people live happier and achieve more at work through uh, productivity mastery, um, strategy planning, um, life work balance and well-being. Um, And then the other side of my audience are business owners and entrepreneurs and sometimes it's working with them one-on-one with the aspects of the life work effect um in sharing my tools and experiences helping them get ahead more easily with that life work balance um and productivity skill um and then with the larger um smes then i think get asked to you know help the entire team so we do a lot of uh, workshops uh, team sessions lunch and learns um, and and then I have my um, my transformation programs as well which is for um, any entrepreneurial leader who wants to go really deep with perfecting um, and achieving that life work balance with productivity mastery and strategy and planning skills in the business so yeah, it's quite broad, but uh, the best way to get hold of me is either find me through, through LinkedIn or uh, or YouTube or through the, the DarylWoodhouse.com website. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you, Liz. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.